0: I'm Jack Draper. Shout out to Quality Shot Hey guys, and welcome back to the channel. It's our final WTA Roland Garros Power Rankings video. We're going to get into it. Before we do that, remember to that like button, do subscribe, and do also leave a rating review for listening on a podcast platform. Thank you as well to our members. It's great to have you guys on board and contributing. Your support is really greatly appreciated and it helps a bunch. Okay, let's get into it. So... This is our power rankings from before Rome, so this isn't taking into account Rome. We're going to now look at what's happened at Rome, update it, and then give you guys our final power rankings going into Roland Garros. Bear in mind, this does not mean these are... The people that I think are going to be the favorites going into it uh, or who are going to win it. So, for example, number one doesn't necessarily mean I think they're going to win Roland Garros. I just think they're the most informed player going into it. So, as usual, what we're going to do is we're going to base it on most recent results, mainly focused on the clay court swing. Then, of course, we're going to look at their previous results at Roland Garros in in the past, so in prior years. That is a secondary factor, though, and a tertiary factor is looking at their form so far this year in tournaments prior to the clay court swing. I.e. Australian Open, Hardcore tournaments, etc. Okay, let's get into it then. So, number one, we had Sabalenka at the start of the week, or start of Rome. She lost in the first round to Sofia Kinnan. Now, that is not a great loss to say the least. Um, I think she should have won that. She'll be disappointed, but it did give her some chance to rest and recuperate. So longer term, it might come and uh, potentially be a blessing in disguise. But based on this pa- on the power rankings in terms of form, I think it means she has to drop below Sviontek. I think Sviontek made, of course, the quarterfinals playing Rabakina having to retire due to injury. I think Sabalenka can still sit in the top two, but with will switch positions, in my opinion. She'll be at number two. Number three is interesting, and I actually think we have a big mover here, and it's got to be Elena Rabakina. She won Rome, which to me was a massive, massive surprise. A very slow clay court tournament, which plays so similarly to Roland Garros. Yes, she beat... Sviontek and Kalanina in the final uh, due to also retirements as well. But I tell you what, I think she would have won against both players anyways. And she looked good on a very slow surface. And I was surprised to say the least. But it was a pleasant surprise. And I think going into this, she's going to be one of the favourites and rightly so, and she should be. And at number three, I think that's pretty, in my opinion, that's a pretty realistic place and I think she probably is a third favourite. And despite me saying I don't think these are the players that are going to necessarily go on to win it and she's going to take us the favourite, I think she is the, going to be the favourite going into it, but these two won't be too far behind. It just so happens, coincidentally, that my form guide for Alan Garros co- lines up in terms of the top three anyway with my favourites. And The reason why is because these three have dominated the whole year not just Roland Garros, sorry, not just the clay court swing, but the whole year as a t- as as a as a whole. Like, they really have. They've dominated it big time. And, you know, that's a testament to how consistent they've been. Of course, Fiontek has won Roland Garros twice. Sabalenka, Rebecca and I haven't won it. I haven't made finals of the Grand Slam either. But they're playing some very, very good tennis. Now, the rest. <laughs> I say the rest because it's going to be interesting to see who we fill in in terms of uh, players. Just because the women, apart from those three, has been very up and down. Ostapenko made the semi-finals of Rome. She had a really, really good run. She beat Bedosa. She beat, you know, some really good players on her route there as well. I think that was a really good win as well. Um, Ostapenko beat Krachikova. I mean, pff, I think she's got to be at four. Uh, and I, just because if you think of the players... Uh, she's beaten. She beat Krachikova, 2021 Rolling Garros champion. In fact, let's look at her first round match. Right, so she played Castella, who's been in great form this year. Beat her in three sets in the first round. Then beat Krachikova in straight sets, Rolling Garros 2021 champion. Bagelder in the second set. Then beat Kasakina in three sets. Bagelder in the third set. Beat Pedosa in straight sets as well. Uh, who you know has been top 10, has been number two in the world uh, not, not, not that long ago, and then lost to Rebecca in straight sets. I mean, pfft, that's a ridiculous run. I think it deserves someone to be there at four, and I think it should be Ostapenko. I think she definitely deserves it. So let's go for five. Five uh, is difficult. Five down, I think, is going to be difficult. And I'm not saying Ostopenko is with this group. She's definitely not. But she's below them, and, and rightly so, just because she hasn't had you know the consistency throughout the year, throughout the clay court swing. But she had a very good Italian open. I think Bedosa should probably be at five, uh, just because she lost Ostopenko, who you know went on to make the same finals. But... She beat Mukavel, which was a good win, Kostiuk, and Jabir, who I thought was a very good win, and Friedsam. The Jabir win, to me, is a real standout. Um, I think she has been playing some really good tennis, Bedosa, in the last few months. That's a real, real positive for me, um, her getting through that. Uh, for Ons Jabir, it's been an interesting one, but I mean, the semi-finals of Stuttgart and then hasn't played didn't play any tournaments until rome it's really hard to know where she's at charleston she won of course uh stuttgart she went to the semi-finals had to retire due to injury she's going to be in my top 10 i'm going to leave her at 10 though the reason why i leave her at 10 is because we haven't seen enough of her we didn't see her in madrid and that's a massive shame because she of course won madrid she won the final of rome last year she had a really bad draw uh drawing Bedosa just gave her no chance to actually get back into match fitness and match form. So that was a shame, of course. Um but at six I think we're gonna to put Tova. I think Tova has been really, really good uh in this clay court swing and almost surprisingly so because I wasn't expecting it to be as good as she's been in all honesty. And it's a pleasant surprise. She has a very big game Yes, she doesn't play against Sviantec. Most people don't. She lost to Kalanina in three sets in the semifinals of Rome. She would have been disappointed because it was a great opportunity to make her first Masters 1000 final. Um, or, sorry, we'll make her first clay court Masters 1000 final. She lost to Sviantec, though, in Madrid in the semifinals. finals of Pagula, Kasakina, Potopova, Parizas, Diaz on the way there. I mean, pfft. Quality quality. So I think she deserves to be at number 6. Number 7, I've got Krachikova. I think she can probably stay there. Um, and then Kassakina, who's been okay. She's not been great in honesty. Round of 16 Rome. Madrid round of 16 as well, though. Couldn't beat her. Stuttgart first round. Charleston semi-final. So that's fine. I mean, 8 is fine. Eight is fine. Nine, I don't think Benjic... I mean, she made the final of Charleston, but since then, she's been injured, if I'm not mistaken, which, to me... I don't know if she's even going to play, actually, the uh, the French Open, because she definitely be injured going into it. So she won't be in my top ten, that's for sure. She just hasn't had the matches to really make an informed decision about how she's going to look. uh, May is one to look at as I'm in the quarterfinals of Rome. Uh, She made the first round to Madrid. Quarterfinals they've stuck up. I think she should be in there May. I think she'll probably be there at nine. um, I think which is fair. Now Jessica Pagula isn't in here. You might be thinking, why isn't she? So Let's take a quick look at her results in the clay court swing and see whether she deserves it because normally she would be in most of my power rankings. If she's so consistent. So, lost in the first round, of course, of Rome to Townsend in three sets. Madrid made the quarterfinals. Okay, that's pretty solid. Charleston, semi final. Okay. Okay, so we're going to do we're going to put Pagula at number nine, had Meyer at number 10. Now, I mean, Jabir won Charleston, though. Let me put Jabir just outside. I really like Jabir. I think she's a fantastic player. I genuinely do. But she's just not being good enough. I'm going to take Fernandez and Andreescu out of the just outside as well. The Alicia Park is a little bit ambitious as well. Because Jennings can has had some decent results. So we'll stick with her on the just outside. So that's my 10 might be a little bit controversial let me know your thoughts i mean kalanina haven't included her either uh should we include her before actually i wrap up because that's a pretty big call for me not to include her she's had a very very good last couple of weeks so let's see she made of course the final of rome beat Kudamatova, halen Meyer, madison key sophia kennan Madrid lost in the first round, Charleston lost... No, I mean, I don't want to say it's a fluke, but (laughs) yeah, doesn't really... doesn't feel with confidence her results in the clay court swing, so she'll be in the just outside. So my WTA power rankings, my final WTA power rankings going into Roland Garros, number one, Shviontek, number two, Sabalenka, number three, Rabakina, number four, Stepenko, number five, Bedosa, number six, Kalimatova, Number seven, Gruchikova, number eight, Kasagina, number nine, Pagula, and number ten, Hadad Meir. Just outside, just to miss the cup, Oz Zhang Zheng and Kalanina. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section below who you think should be in the top 10 running against power rankings for the WTA and what's your power rankings as well. Always interested to hear your guys' thoughts. Of course, don't Coco Golf either she was a finalist last year, but she hasn't been in good form. So let me know your thoughts on who you picked in yours, and we'll speak very, very soon. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe for more.